You're listening to the Seth Adam Podcast. You can tell who the real ones are, they won't get you down. You can tell who the real ones are, they won't let you down. All right, everybody, welcome to the Seth Adam Podcast. If you're listening to this when it comes out, it comes out on Monday. Happy Monday. If not, happy whatever day you are listening to this. Ooh, man, I've been really, really busy, really busy, and now I'm sick. <laughs> awesome. Um, but it's okay. I'm going to take care of myself and kick this little head cold that just came on. All right, I'm doing a few things this week. I always like to start off the podcast with that. This weekend, on Friday, May 17th, I'll be back in Old Saybrook at the Penny Lane Pub with my friend David Keith. We do a little acoustic duo. That's at 7.30, Old Saybrook, Connecticut, Penny Lane Pub, on Saturday, May 18th. I'm excited for this one. This one's always fun. We'll, uh, David, Keith, and I will be in Hartford, Connecticut, at Hanging Hills Brewery. That's at 7 o'clock. Um, great place, man. Great people. Really, really nice. Great beer. It's The atmosphere is awesome. And uh, if you have a chance, you should definitely come on out good times. Okay, I'm excited for this week's podcast because I got to sit down with Aim Damaro from Aim Productions, um, someone I have known about but never really met until probably a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, um, although I think I probably have bumped into her before then. But Aim is uh, running a company called Aim Productions, and one of her biggest things that she does in Connecticut that I know of is the Palooza festival music festival. And this year it's going into year five. It's at three saints park in Bethany on May 18th. That's uh, that's coming up this weekend, this Saturday, you can buy tickets at aim productions.rocks. You just visit that website. That's a I M productions.rocks. And I got to sit down with her uh, last week Talk about the festival, talk about her background in the music business business. She's doing some bookings, she's doing some festival stuff, and uh, just branching out. A great behind-the-scenes person who really, truly believes in the quality arts and artists that we have here in Connecticut. It's really, really cool that she's doing this kind of stuff. Anyway, without any further hesitation, I present to you... This week's conversation with Aim Demaro. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Amy Demaro is here from Aim Productions. Welcome to the podcast. Thank How you. are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? You're good. You're. I'm good. I'm good. I'm busy. You're busy. Yes, I'm very you, busy. <laughs> you just got back from New Orleans. I did. New Orleans. Yes, Jazz Fest. Jazz. Did Did you work or? I did. I worked both weekends. I volunteered. On one of the stages. So you know, you know some people down there. My mother lives there, actually. Oh wow! So, well, yeah, that's actually so it was kind of a no-brainer. I got in to volunteer. She got a free place so my to stay. Festival <laughs> tickets were free, and yes. Oh, that's I had awesome! A free place to stay. <laughs> that actually ties into my first question, but I I start the podcast with this section called full disclosure. Okay. So today's full disclosure is. That you work with my buddy Steve Rogers. Yes. Who I play bass for. Yes. In his band. So that's how we know each that's other. That's how we know each other. 
Although I'm sure we've probably bumped into each other once before. I'm sorry. Yeah, it always happens. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. We're going to start right away. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Where are you from? Where am I from? That's a a difficult one. Um, I am from Connecticut. I am am born and raised Connecticut, a little town called Shelton in the Naugatuck Valley. Oh, so you grew up here. Yes. Excellent. Which is actually, Shelton is a good spot for music lovers because I'm right between the New Haven music scene and mm-hmm. the Black Rock music scene. So, oh, that's I, right. You know, I'm about 20 minutes from each. Camp. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Black Rock has a lot of cool things going yeah. on. It's been really, it's really... booming down there, yeah. I, I, I was playing in Black Rock a few years ago, but it kind of stopped. Anyway, we're not here for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, when did you get interested in music? I've always been interested in music. I mean, you um, played. I do not play. Nobody wants to hear me play. And no, <laughs> nobody wants to hear me sing. Um, probably when I was about 12, I wanted to do the radio thing. Really? And that's when wow. I kind of started. And that was, for me, a long time. I actually interned at WPLR wow. for many years. Um, and I fell out of that. I had a child, and I was a single parent, and kind of at that point was m- making ends meet so you know working all kinds of other jobs mm-hmm. and um then when he got a little older I got kind of got back into it um doing a lot of video tape being actually for some local bands just kind of like haphazardly ha- yeah happened. just, just <laughs> kind of uh you know t- and teaching myself so probably nobody wants to go back and look at any of my videos <laughs> <laughs> from the beginning cuz i uh i just kind of just picked up a camera and i had a lot of friends that were local musicians that now, um, did your curiosity for that get sparked by working at at the radio station or I think so a little bit. I I've always uh known musicians too. Just even mm-hmm. as a teenager in high school, a lot of my friends were musicians and yeah. that was kind of the crowd I hung around with and um you know, I'm a music lover, of course. <laughs> and you never what, what do you like for music by the way? I never we, uh, we never actually talked about this. There's very like? little that I won't listen to. Um I'm I'm a big fan of the Americana, the bluegrass, the singer songwriter mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I know a guy. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know a few. <laughs> um, but you know, of course, I grew up in the '80s, so I always love to maybe turn on a little Motley Crue every <gasps> now and then. You know. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, we are we are soul brothers and sisters right here. <laughs> I love Motley Crue. I, that's the reason I started playing music. Really? Yeah, it was Motley oh, Crue. that's great. I mean, my dad used to listen to like Elvis Presley, and jo- I tell course. the story all the time, yeah. Johnny Cash and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Big D-103, you remember yep. Big D-103? Mm-hmm. We used to listen to that. And But uh, when I was like in third grade or second grade or something, I don't know, my, my friend introduced me to, he had his cassette collection of like Dokken and, and- Those wonderful and, cassettes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Motley Crue's Theater of Pain, and he played me Home Sweet Home, and I was like- this is really cool. This is not what my dad listens to and it's not Bruce Springsteen. And I'm like, I just got into it and I was like, I want to do what those guys do. Yeah. But little did I know, I didn't really want to do the things that they did. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's cool. I, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go off on tangents. So that's what (laughs) I do. Um, and you now run your own company, AIM Productions. I do. 
And what I, I was reading up, I was doing my homework, it was called Lucky Soul Productions before the name it change. Was, yes. Why why the name change? A uh, couple of reasons. Uh, when I started, I was actually doing it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then it just became solely me. And um, there, it just got to a point where I needed to change some things. And a lot of it was the Lucky Souls was known for more for videotaping. Mm-hmm. And I kind of branched out and started doing more booking and events. So. So, so the services did change. Yes. It wasn't, wasn't yeah. always involving that. And uh, speaking of which, what like what does uh, what does AIM Productions? I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say what does AIM Productions aim to do? What what services does AIM Productions offer? We do booking um, some exclusively, as you mentioned, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, for some bands, uh, we do booking for some venues. I do bookings for a happy hour place in Shelton. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do events. And are you events. are you doing this solely by yourself now, or yes, for the most part? For the most part, no employees. Not the festival. Any... When the festival that's coming up is um, mostly me. However, I have a great crew that comes in mm-hmm. like next week because the festival's next weekend, <laughs> which will we will get in. to. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna they will plug all come in and start helping. So. Excellent. We'll plug the heck out of the festival. How long has AIM Productions been around? Um, from the beginning, from Lucky Souls? Yeah. Ten years. In and, that, and 2009 was when I started videotaping. Mm-hmm. And eight years for the booking, actually. Uh, You've been booking eight when years. When I decided to start booking, um, is how, how I met Steve Rogers. I, I wandered into his... Uh, Booking somebody venues? else and, to yeah, the old space. And um, wandered into his venue, and he kind of took me under his wing. And for the first few years, that was really the only place I did shows. Really? Yeah. Did you – when you say you were booking shows, you were just like putting showcases together? Yes, yes. Yep. Like, did people go to you, or did you look out for bands? I looked out for bands mostly, but then I – you know, the more networking you do – the more people you find and then you have people reach out to you and say, Hey, I want to be on, you know? Um, I forgot. So you're, so you're booking, you're offering other, do you still do the video services? Um, I can, but it's not like a main, (laughs) it's not a main focus. Yeah. What made you want to take on booking? That's, that's what I Um, wanted to ask. That's a good question, actually. Um, it's such a... And I don't really have an answer for it. No. It was just something that I... I was around musicians all the time. I was working with musicians with the videotaping stuff, uh-huh. and it just seemed like a that was the direction to go in. It seemed you like know? second nature, like, I could do this. Yeah. I want to do yeah. that. Well, until you get into it. And, and then, then you, it's a little different. Then you don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, just kidding. No, I love it. I do. I love the booking. Um, it's frustrating. Um, oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, you do it for oh, yourself, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. um, but I also, I'm a middleman. So, and I put together, have put together my own events. So mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like I know both ends of it. Right. You know? So it's kind of a good place to be to negotiate. You know, to negotiate for the bands or for the venues and, you know, be like, well, you know, 
I know I know how hard it is for the venue owners and I know how mm-hmm. hard it is for the bands and the bands aren't just a lot of venue owners will say, well, they're just coming and playing for three hours, you know, but, yeah. you know, they don't take into account the loading the gear and the setup and doing your own sound, oh, and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I could see um, a, the reason for like a, a symbiotic relationship with, with you and Steve, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And booking, booking is... It, it can be very rewarding. I yes. know, like, booking my own tours, and I'm like, yes, I did. It's almost you like Monopoly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I bought all the properties for the week, <laughs> yes. you know? I can start putting <laughs> hotels on them now, you know? And it's kind of a strange analogy. But, yeah, but it, there's a lot of work that goes yeah. into it. There's a lot of work, in case people don't know, there's a lot of work that goes into the band's end. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of venue owners, like like ones you're describing, right. some of them are like, yeah, oh, they're only here for three hours, but they don't take into consideration that, oh, they're even the smallest things. Right. I've played at places where it's like, yeah, um, we're just going to clear these tables out and uh, we're going to stick you under the TV. Yes. Oh, and by the way, you need a 50-foot extension cord to get to the to nearest to power that. supply. Yep. And uh, the game is going to be on over your head while you're, you know, yeah. It's like. Yeah. Or know. we're going to keep the jukebox on while you're playing. Oh, that's <laughs> the know, worst, that's... man. That's the worst. There's been times I've, I asked the bartender, can you shut the music off? They're like, oh, yeah, uh, see her. She, she, she should right. go to her. That's somebody else. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. that. You got to yeah. go back over there. I'm like, it's just to shut the radio off. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So AIM Productions does not work outside of Connecticut or. or Not at the moment. No. Do you see yourself expanding? You want to? I would love to. Yeah. I would, you know, not that I don't love Connecticut. Again, I was born and raised here. Mm-hmm. I would love to eventually get out of Connecticut altogether. Really? But the beauty of booking is that I can do that anywhere. That is you true. You know, I just spent 16 days in New Orleans and I wasn't just working at Jazz Fest on my days off. I was home sitting on sitting on the porch because it was beautiful weather. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. And I was able to do emails and phone calls and yeah. things like that for, you know, my bands here in Connecticut. How many, you said you were working exclusively with only a few? Yes. That's just strictly booking yes. them. Outside of that, how many other artists and venues do you work with? Oh, I can't even give you a number on that. It's just too many. I, I, as far as the musicians, I can't. Um, I mean, like I said, I book at a, a place in Shelton that does happy hour music. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, other venues I reach out to. I don't, I really only book exclusively for the place in Shelton, mm-hmm. Caloroso. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't object to reaching out to any others and saying, hey, I want to do something there. Is that cool with you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Does your in block, inbox get flooded? With some like, days, yes. Hey, I'm in a band. Yes. Can you book me? Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's mostly for the festival. You know, every, oh, really? everybody wants to play the festival. Sure. I, that's yeah. understandable. I can imagine just putting the word out online somewhere that you that, that you do yeah. booking, like everybody flocks to that yeah. and they want to get. Do you think it's more important for bands to, or artists, whatever, uh, to book themselves before they start seeking out help? Yes. Absolutely. I think they need to know the process and I think they need to have a plan. I mean, in this day and age, too, with technology Mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, you have to have a really good 
EPK and you have to have, mm -hmm. you have to have everything together. You have to have some recordings and maybe some videos. And I get a lot of requests from venues that say, do you have live video of the band? Yeah. Won't book them until they see live video. And, oh, wow. You know, which I can see because it gives them an idea of, oh, so they had a crowd that night and sure. this is what they're going to sound like. It's not a recorded version of them. You know? Right. Do you so, run in, you run into that often? Occasionally. Just not, not like outrageous amounts of time, but it, it's happened. Right. So bands definitely need to get artists definitely need to get educated and do it themselves. Yes. To have a, yes. have a little better, better perspective on and how to go doable. about. You know, it's doable. I mean, you're a fine example of it. You and, and Sean Taylor and, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of musicians out there that are do it yourself that do well you know i've been but. doing it for so long yeah <laughs> and uh it, i almost don't want anybody else doing to do it because i've right. i've built up quite a good thing for myself oh yeah and uh i did hand it off to somebody for uh I worked with an agency out of brooklyn for a while and they did a pretty good job they kind of moved on to a different area just doing yeah. records and stuff but uh I'm more than happy to be back into it again. Yeah. I feel a little bit more secure about it. Let's talk about Locapalooza. Okay. Woo! <laughs> Palooza is happening May 18th at yes. Three Saints Park in Bethany. I was there you like were there? two years ago. You was it two, Steve? Yes. two years ago? We played. I had such fun that day. Yeah. It's a really great event. Thank you. What, what started, we'll the, what started <laughs> at the beginning of this whole, like, <laughs> what on God's green earth? <laughs> convinced you jump to put that. together a <laughs> festival um i think a lot of it was my frustration with the lack of venues that support original music oh um, this is a good topic and i want to talk about okay. this later um, i mean the original music thing but yeah yeah I, I mean i'm i'm all for original music and um there are venues, obviously that feel all bands should do covers because that's what brings people in yeah and um, and I'm not saying there isn't support for original musicians out there, mm -hmm. but it, it was basically my idea was let's showcase our original bands. So you saw something lacking. Mm -hmm. There's an opportunity. Fill the opportunity. But you went beyond that. You have vendors and crafts and and we try. You have. Beer? No vendors this year. No vent really. No, no vendors, vendors this year. A uh, couple that do specific art stuff, but food we're trucks. Not doing. We do have food trucks. No beer. Yeah. You just asked the beer question. No beer. There's no beer. Well, uh, it's a BYOB actually. The park oh, is private, okay. so we can do BYOB. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I there was cannot beer. get a liquor license because I you have to be a nonprofit organization to do that, and I am not. So. Because you're you're raking in the dough, oh, putting yeah. on music yeah. festivals, oh, <laughs> rolling the money every night. <laughs> so you see the opportunity. You want to help people out. You don't want to go broke doing it. But what else? What else is at Locapalooza besides music? Do you think like? And I'm, I'm not talking about vendors or anything. Right. There's a. Is it two days or is it just one day? Right? One day. Just one day. One, so day, one day. Right now. Is there camaraderie? Is there? Like yeah. a spiritual element to I it. I mean, we're we're very family friendly. We're we're about community. We want everybody to I mean. come yeah. and bring the family yeah. and just enjoy the day. I, um, unfortunately, we haven't had the best weather every year, but um, it's a beautiful. The park's beautiful. There's hiking trails. We have 
lawn games out in the field for people. We have a great kids' corner that a friend of mine runs who is wonderful, and she does a lot of arts and crafts with the younger kids and bubbles and hula hoops and face painting and all that fun stuff. So um, There's bubbles. There's bubbles. And, and we have yoga classes. Oh, wow. Yoga by Jeannie comes and does some classes down by the pond where nice. it's nice and peaceful. And uh, this year we actually added a songwriting workshop for, for budding musicians. That's that, right. That I saw that. And so That's really cool. Who's heading that? Richard Neal. Richard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, who is playing this year? Who is playing this year? Well, this year we actually added music because we added a little acoustic corner right. also, a little acoustic stage. So on our main stage we have Quinn Harley, Chris D'Amato, Liz McNichol Band, Sister Funk, Mike Brandon, um, Podunk Throwbacks, The Professors of Sweet Sweet Music, and Not Here Not are here. our main stage. And yes. who's and doing the acoustic the stage? The acoustic stage, we have Matt Miklas and Jackie Meeker, Steve Rogers, Lisa Lawrence, and Zoe Tess. And is it like, are you doing like full band stage, acoustic thing, switch back and forth? Um, or is it, are they both happening at the same time in different locations? We, we, so we start out normally, our, we build up the day. So our, our first act is generally a singer-songwriter, mm-hmm. which is Quinn. And then we kind of build up to the more... You know, full bands and electric bands. And um, so this year what we're doing in between the main stage sets, the acoustic acts will be in what we call our open jam tent because that is also open if any attendees that want to just come and start a jam, bring their instruments, mm-hmm. they can hang out in there. So between sets, they're going to the, – the acoustics um, – Stuff is going to be really short sets, 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Just so, you know, you get they get to share their songs. Good continuity in between yeah. things, too. Yeah. That's and then nice. we don't have a lot of noise bleed and, you know. <laughs> Perfect. How is it working? Let me ask you some mechanical questions. Like you said, you can't get a liquor license because mm-hmm. you're, a, you're a for-profit or you're not right. a not, not perf- not-for-profit. Um, how is it working? And you, know, you said it was a private park, too, right? Yes. How is it working with, like, the city – or the town of Bethany and the state? Are there, well, I don't have to. Is there any? Because it's a private park. Oh, you don't have to. It's just strictly <laughs> um, well, through the Well, the health park. department. Health uh, department. You know, okay. I do have to send the paperwork into the health department for the food trucks and make sure they all have their permits and all of that. But um, no, the park is private and I rent it. It's a rental. See, I asked this question and I know it's kind of boring and mechanical, <laughs> but I ask it because I appreciate the behind the scenes work. Yes. And you people know, like, don't know about it. Uh, they don't. The first year that we did it, I actually got a complaint, only one, that they they had messaged me and said $20 was too much. You shouldn't have charged $20. And I said- That's not a lot. Well, you could have bought in advance and then it would have only been 15 Yeah. And But I said, you know, we offered you a full day of music and a full day at the park and all these other activities. And he, and he kind of said, well, you don't even need to give me an excuse. As to why, but there's and, so much work that goes on. But, behind well, and the, the other scenes. thing is that people don't understand um, budget-wise what goes into it. I mean, yeah. it's not just paying the bands; it's sound. it's paying my sound guy, it's paying my light guy, it's paying for the venue, it's paying for insurance for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's, a big cost. Well, not you know, it's all it all adds it's up. All money. So if I don't charge you, it's not going to happen. <laughs> wow, I didn't think that twenty dollars is too, and that's. It, yeah. it, like you yeah. said, it's only fifteen bucks in advance. That's like right. That's not a lot of money. 
No, can, and and I try to keep it down. I try to. We haven't raised it yet. We're going into year five, and I haven't raised admission price yet. So. That's great. We've added more stuff, but we haven't raised admission. See, price, people, so. <laughs> this is a tremendous value. Fifteen dollars for all of this, all this music, all this fun, this community. This is a good thing. Um, you just mentioned that you're in your fifth year. Mm-hmm. How long do you think Local Palooza is going to go on for? Uh, well, I'm not getting younger, so that's <laughs> that's the big issue. None of us um, are. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly can't answer that. I mean, I certainly hope we make it to 10 or maybe even 20 years, but, uh, you know. I think if you make predict. it to 10, you have to start charging more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At that point, maybe. <laughs> With that in mind, do you think you're definitely going to – are you going to hold yourself to that? Like I'm definitely – like by year eight, you're like, Well, I mean, you know, it's year five and sometimes I say that. <laughs> so, yeah, well, you're going to keep know, going. But I, I know keep, you're going keep going every year and, and that's the thing. After the first year, I had so many people uh, and um, the musicians too coming up to me saying, you, you're you going to do this again, right? You're, and I, at that point, I was on the fence even after the first year because I was like, well, I don't know, the money and the raising the money and getting the sponsors and, and it was all me. You know, and mm-hmm. I was the only one, and I'm still the only one doing that pre-fest stuff. Um, but now I have a groove, and I'm, you know, <laughs> now I'm in the groove of it. So what's the uh, what's the response been from from like some of the bands or artists playing? Are they they generally generally pretty yes. good? Most of them are pretty happy. I haven't had any complaints from the musicians. Like, actually, nobody's getting diva mode or anything. No, like that. I've been lucky there, and I get a lot of thank yous, and you know, and it. Often I feel bad because the pay isn't great for them. Mm-hmm. I'm the first one to admit that. And even when I book them, I say, you know, it's only an hour set and the pay isn't the best. Yeah. You know, you're not going to make a thousand dollars here. Sure. Um, but most of them are happy to do it. And we treat them well. We feed them and give them drink all day. Yeah. If they want to stay all day, they're there all day. If they have other gigs, they leave. You know. I can attest that because there was there were some sandwiches There's made some, available. There was some food there, yeah. <laughs> It was really good. When do you when do you start planning Locapalooza every year? Um, right away. Right right after. <laughs> really? After we finish cleaning up. <laughs> really? You start Yeah. Has it been has it been a Well, uh, generally I start maybe a month after I'll start looking at bands mm-hmm. and thinking about who do we, who do I want on the stage next year? Do you, you know? do you have a sense in that before Sometimes, you actually start sometimes like, hey, I, I mean now we're couldn't going fit into, them on this year but i'm yeah, gonna try next and, year and you know and a lot some that are on the in the lineup this year have asked me you know asked me for a couple of years and i just couldn't get them it's only eight bands that's yeah. all i can fit in um but you know and, and then there's people in my lineup like this year that like chris D'Amato, mm-hmm. who i've known for over 20 years now and i've been for years saying, I would love to get Chris here. I would love to get Chris here. And finally this year it worked. And it finally and we connected. Have him. Nice. Yeah. And, and Liz McNichol, who I love, is a personal favorite of mine. But, you know, I finally got her there. So Is everybody playing from Connecticut? Are they all oh, Connecticut yeah. artists? Yep. Have you have you booked any, like, out-of-town artists no. th- throughout we're, the years? We're strictly Connecticut there. Really? hmm That's very nice. Look at you. We just couldn't use local Palooza because it was copyrighted. So, so really, so we had to drop the L. <laughs> not, and you didn't want to call it loco, no, because then it would have no. been it would have been crazy Palooza. Yes. <laughs> wow. Where do you see yourself in ten years? Oh, uh, I never thought about that. <sighs> honestly, 
I take it day by day. Because <laughs> how else can you take it? <laughs> I need a more elaborate answer. Um, I need more. Ten years. I hope to be doing a lot more traveling in ten years, actually. Like traveling. Uh, like traveling either uh, and not necessarily without a band. Maybe I'll be a tour manager or, you know, but... Um, yeah, I hope to be doing a lot and maybe still running the festival. Do you have do you have other like musical interests? Well, not musical, but like music music industry interests. Like do you um, you just mentioned like maybe I'll be traveling or I want to yeah. be traveling like do you maybe it's not crossing your mind right now? Maybe it's not something yeah. you're entertaining like I mean, I would love to go on tour and and work as a tour manager. Yeah. That would be like and every year I consider this a you know, with this business, well, I've already done this, so where do I want to go from here? Mm-hmm. You know, I've done the put together events thing, I've done the showcase thing, um, right? I've done some booking, so do I want to go? And I would love to travel more. Do you uh, do you work with anybody else in terms of like presentations? I think didn't I see something about the Elm City or not Elm City the uh, the folk festival? Oh yes, I I am a like, co-president you, on the board of directors for the folk for you, Connecticut Folk. Do you do other things like that, like uh, where it's uh, not necessarily an AIM Productions production? Yeah, but I, it's I, like, I mean I do that. I volunteer a little bit down at Fairfield Theater Company. Okay. Um, you know, I try to keep busy in in my downtime that I have so much of. <laughs> I can't imagine that you have additional time <laughs> with 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 t- booking and everything and. And uh, when is when is the uh, the folk the uh, folk the folk festival folk is festival. September seventh this year. And how big of a role do you play in that? Um, I, I help with the some of the booking. I mm-hmm. mean, we have a festival director that does all of the booking, but she and I do a lot of powwowing on you know bands and making offers and but you know she does all the negotiating. Um, I'm there the day of. I try to be there, you know, the the day before for to help with setup, and right. I try to help out with uh, hopefully getting some sponsors for it. And um, a lot of the other people on the board are more connected in the New Haven area, though, so gotcha. a lot of them pick that up and run with it. Because it's at Edgerton Park, right? Yes, that one. Um, sponsors. Do you find is that a difficult thing to do working with sponsors? Like, did um, they drag their feet or? Not for Palooza. No. Um, I actually have some pretty dedicated uh, businesses that have stayed with me. That's all awesome. five years. That's so good. Um, some, it, it's getting a little harder now, I've noticed. I worked on an event last year and a lot of the, and that's the thing too, with Palooza, I only do small Connecticut businesses. Mm, I keep my I sponsorship. Like down because that's what we're about you right know, we're and um but for for some of the bigger corporates people that you go after a lot of them aren't willing to give anymore even really? to a non-profit wow know? that's <laughs> or you know certain deadlines certain you know you have to follow these outlines and you don't apply for anything unless you know this is the this is what you're you know we're going to be benefiting right so. Like you have to have a business plan for some of these people. Like, Sometimes, here's here's your yeah, list of benefits, you know, your outline of yeah, benefits you're going to receive yes, by yes. being the sponsor. I mean, I I do a sponsorship oh. kit every year. Oh, and, you do that yeah. already? Oh, yeah. oh wow! I thought it was a requirement mm-hmm. by some businesses. No, no, but I mean, for the bigger the the corporate folks, kind of wanna. 
you know, if if you're not a nonprofit and you and this isn't your mission, these are the only ones oh, we're going to gotcha. get you type okay. of stuff. So, so the bigger like yeah corporate yeah. kind of things. All right, cool, cool, cool. I got it. All right. Are there is there any additional info you would like to tell us about? Um, it's always a tough I question. Th- yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I'm I not mean, prepared. I'm, I'm so as as I said, I got back from New Orleans on. What day is this? <laughs> I don't I even know what day it is. From New Orleans on Wednesday night. Yeah. I got up early to go do an interview the next morning. And um, now I went straight into festival mode. So mm-hmm. I'm right now that's that's first and foremost is May 18th. May so. 18th. What's your biggest joy in life? My biggest joy in life? My child. Child. <laughs> My son is... Even though he's he's grown and flown, he's still, you know. I can identify. That's, that's it. <laughs> well, I can identify with my child. Yeah. I, I yeah. Falling more and more in love with her every day. Yep. It's pretty amazing. And mine's twenty six, so imagine all those Woo! days I had to fall more and more. In love. That's a long time. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, thank you for coming to the podcast. Well, thank you for asking. And tomorrow. Tomorrow. I said yeah. it right. <laughs> Local Palooza 5 on May 18th, 2019. Go to aimproductions.rocks. That's A-I-M productions.rocks. You can get more information on Local Palooza 5 there. Tickets are still available for advanced yes. purchase. Tickets are available until May 17th at midnight. I believe. That's at Three Saints Park in Bethany, Connecticut. And that's it. Thank you for that's being it. here with us. Thank it's you. An awesome time. And uh, I'll see you at the festival. Great. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Amy DeMauro from AIM Productions putting on Locapalooza 5 this Saturday, May 18th at Three Saints Park in Bethany, Connecticut. You can get your tickets in advance up until May 17th at aimproductions.rocks. That's A-I-M productions.rocks. Uh That's going to be a good one, man. A lot of good stuff going on there. Please be sure to visit me on my website at sethadam.com. All my shows are listed there. Links to music. Follow me on Spotify, Pandora. All that stuff is a huge help to me, and that'd be awesome. Plus, I want you to enjoy the music. I think you'll enjoy the music. All right, I'm going to go nurse this cold with some hot, hot tea and some water and some rest. Y'all have a great week. Be kind to one another. Peace, love, rock and roll. You can tell.